Welcome to this week's episode of What's Pleasant. My name is Carrie Mannix with Pace Political Events. A virtual event on voter suppression will be held by Pace's Center for Community Action and Research and Office of Multicultural Affairs, along with Pace faculty and guest speakers to have a conversation on the attack on voting rights. Because I don't really know much about the subject in itself, I've been wanting to learn more about it, and I think this is such a great event for them to have. Voter suppression, how we got here and what to do, will take place Tuesday from 3.30 to 4.30 on Zoom. The meeting ID and password can be found on the events page on SetterSync, and this is also where you can RSVP to the event. Pace Pleasantville's Black Student Union will be holding a sip and paint event on Monday, April 4th from 8 to 10.30 p.m. in the Kessel Multipurpose Room. According to the events page on SetterSync, students will be able to join in conversation and black arts and paint your heart away and spend the night listening to good tunes. According to the organization's page, the Black Student Union's mission is to create a safe and empowering community that gives a voice to black and brown students on campus. You can RSVP to the event on SetterSync. Pace's Student Government Association will be holding their Senate meeting Friday, April 8th from 12 to 3 p.m. in the Kessel Multipurpose Room. According to the organization's page on SetterSync, SGA's purpose is to serve as a liaison between Pace University students and Pace University staff, faculty, and the surrounding community. Ensure an environment which is supportive of the development of student leadership and responsibility to direct student concerns to the proper channels of, and advocate on the behalf of the student body and to facilitate the activities and interests of the undergraduate student body. Now to Jose Acosta with Women's Sports. This week's New York Presbyterian Female Center of the Week was sophomore cross player Angelina Porcello. Porcello had two standout games this past week, one against Lemoyne and another against Southern Connecticut. Against number six Lemoyne, Porcello tallied three goals, one assist, and seven draw controls. She posted an almost identical stat line against Southern as well, tallying four points off of another three goal, one assist performance, and she also turned out another seven draw controls in the setter's victory over Southern. Now here's Jeremy Posner with this week's men's sports. Men's lacrosse are hot. They have started their season 6-0, which has them ranked ninth in the country. Senior attacker Tim Caro received any 10th player of the week for the setters. He has seven points through six games with five goals and two assists. Pace men's baseball won their first any 10 matchup of the season against New Haven. The setters won three of the four games with the first three games being close, all within three runs. The setters had their bats rolling in the fourth game with a convincing 15-6 victory. The men's setter of the week was graduate student outfielder Matt Almonte. He continued his stellar season with another great week. He batted 400 with three runs and three RBIs. Almonte leads the N10 in home runs on the season with six and is fourth in batting average. With Campus Life, here's Sienna Basha. As Jeremy told us, sports are certainly picking back up on campus along with many other things. In-person events, student engagement, optional mask wearing in certain places, you name it. After a long two years of restrictions and mandates, we can finally take a deep breath and get to experience what life was like before COVID-19. This is all due to entering the green phase of reopening. This phase includes a lot of exciting steps that will help navigate into a more normalcy on campus. We no longer need to fill out a daily questionnaire, which means no more opening the Pace Ape app every day. Classrooms and labs will be able to operate at full capacity and there will be no more arranged seating. Any event held on campus will also have no capacity restrictions and will be able to run full force for a change. Masks should be still worn in the classrooms, elevators, and at the health center, but everywhere else on campus, you are free to take it off as you please. 
As a junior on campus, the only way I know the Pace community is masked up, protecting each other. It's now three years into my college career, and I have not yet experienced it to its full extent. Chris, a freshman at Pace University, shared his thoughts with me about the new green level phase. Uh, Being able to actually see people's faces is a huge change for once because I'm a freshman in college right now and I have like yet to meet everyone because of the masks and I'm like, I I don't know. He couldn't have said it any better. Getting to know people while masking and COVID-19 is in its prime time can be extremely challenging. But luckily, all these barriers are gone with the new green phase opening. Now to hear what else is going on on campus with Kelly taking over the mic. Virtual painting will be made possible in an upcoming Zoom event hosted by Creativity and Active Minds. The nonprofit organization Active Minds is committed to positively managing the mental and physical health of students on campus. Students will recreate Van Gogh's famous piece, Starry Night, in the comfort of their own space. Materials included. On Thursday, March 24th, head out to the park and just hang out hosted by the official organization for environmental actions. The Pace Sustainability Initiative, students will be able to partake in fun activities together. It gives students a chance to interact with nature and have a peaceful break after a long day of class. It will take place at the Brooklyn Bridge Park on Friday, March 25th at 11 a.m. The mobile food pantry is returning to Pleasantville this spring in the Kessel Multipurpose Room. The program provides free affordable food and groceries for both the Pace and Westchester communities. They aspire to educate others on basic nutrition and to help find additional resources. Sophomore health science major April Tejeda says she believes it can help low-income students. I know a lot of students can't afford like the, the meal plan, so it's actually really beneficial for them to actually have a food pantry so they can get all the free food in, that they need. The organizers strive to get individuals involved, volunteer, and make a difference. Those who missed the one held on March 4th have a second chance to attend on April 13th. In a dominating performance, the Pace Women's Lacrosse team took down Southern Connecticut State University in an impressive 17-6 victory this past Wednesday. The setters started the game fast and they never looked back, scoring two goals within the first minute of the game, and they proceeded to net another seven in the first quarter to finish with a whopping 9-1 lead after one. On the day, the setters had five players score multiple goals, with junior Sydney Juvenier netting four goals for her second straight game to lead the team in scoring. Here's what junior Dustin Husenovich had to say about the setters' performance. It was good. The, the, pace, the pace girls played really good. Um, they dominated for the most part. And I think that um, that shows that they're going to have a, a great season and hopefully make a run in the playoffs. The Pace softball team dropped another doubleheader this past Sunday with an 8-5 and 8-7 loss to St. Anselm. The losses capped off an unsuccessful weekend trip in New Hampshire, which saw the setters drop four straight over the weekend. The setters' first loss on Sunday was in heartbreaking fashion as they rallied to tie the game at five apiece in the top of the seventh to ultimately then lose on a walk-off three-run home run in the bottom of the seventh. In their second matchup of the day, the setters would blow a 6-2 lead in the later innings of the game to ultimately fall 8-7. The setters' standout player of the day was freshman Alexa Barino, who finished batting 4-8 with three runs, two RBIs, and two stolen bases.